Hello, this is Sherry at the Intentional Home Podcast, where I share tips and resources to help you live with intention and purpose. This is episode number five, and today we're going to be talking about how you can make a difference when you are a stay-at-home mom. Now, do you ever wonder if, as a stay-at-home mom, that you can really make a difference in other people's lives? I know that our first priority are the lives of our husband and our children. That goes without question. But are we making a difference in other people's lives outside of our own home? These are questions that I have struggled with over the years um, of being a stay-at-home mom. Sometimes I feel so absorbed in running my own little home here that I wonder if I'm really making a difference in other people's lives. Can you relate? I'm sure you probably can. So today I just want to share from my heart and hopefully open your eyes to ways that you can make a difference. Maybe ways that you're making a difference right now and you don't even realize it. So I want to give you some ideas that you may want to consider and ways that not just you, but your whole family can make a difference in other people's hearts and in their lives. Are you ready for some encouragement? I know I am. So let's get started. The first way that I want to talk about is to sponsor a child. There are many different Christian organizations that you can sponsor a child through. Our personal experience has been with Compassion International. Over the years, we've had the privilege of sponsoring several different children. We've had I think two or three that have, for various reasons, have left the program, and um, but we've always tried to have three children that we sponsor, and it's been such a blessing to be able to communicate with them, to write letters with them, and I don't know if you realize this, but our ability to be able to sponsor is hugely a result of some of the income that I'm able to bring in through my website, through selling ebooks and different things, it has allowed our family to have that little bit of extra that allows us to give. And that's one of the ways that we have chosen to give back. So sponsoring a child, that's a wonderful option to make a difference in someone else's life. And it can involve the whole family too. I will put a link in the show notes for Compassion if you're interested and want to check that out. The second way that you can make a difference as a stay-at-home mom is to send handwritten cards. Now, in our social media digital age, sometimes the handwritten card gets kind of lost and forgotten in the shuffle. So one way that you can really encourage other people, and it doesn't take a lot of time, is to send them a card. Now, in order to do this, like I've always said, you kind of have to have a plan. You have to have a system in place. So in order to do this, you need to have some cards, some really pretty cards that you can have available to use. And I'll put a link or two in the show notes as well to some pretty cards that you can order. But have cards available. Make sure you have stamps. Make a list of people that you can send a card to. And then I would encourage you to add it to your calendar. Maybe decide if you want to send 
a card maybe once a week or once a month, whatever, whatever you decide on, go ahead and put a reminder and have it recurring on your calendar to remind you every week or every month to sit down and write out a card and get it in the mail. So that's the second idea. The third idea is to make quilts or blankets for senior citizens or for crisis pregnancy centers. If you love to sew or crochet or knit, this can be a really fun project. I know my mom loves to sew and make quilts, and she's been able to use up a lot of her kind of scraps of materials and things that she just doesn't have enough to make a big quilt. She'll put those all together and make small quilts and give them to the local pregnancy center. But another idea is making quilts like lap blankets for senior citizens. Um, Lots of different options. And I'll put some uh, links in the show notes for places where you can find some patterns to make little blankets or quilts. So that is an option. The number four idea is to make freezer meals that you can share with others. This is probably something that you may not think about, but it's something that is really not hard to do. The first thing you need to do is to make a list of meals that you already like to fix your family that could be freezer friendly. That means that there are meals that you could make and put in the freezer and they could be just popped out and and heated in the oven to fix. But make a list of those recipes that you have already that are freezer friendly. And then when you decide to make that recipe for your own family, double the ingredients, make sure you get that on your grocery list, but make a double of the recipe and put one pan or one of the one recipe in the freezer. And then keep your ears open for someone that you can share the meal with. Sometimes you'll run across neighbors or friends who are maybe going through a hard time. Maybe they just had a new baby and they're struggling with, you know, being able to get a meal on the table. Maybe there's someone who's been sick and just would love to have something easy to fix. But keep your eyes and your ears open for people that you can share a meal with. And as you go about your weeks and you make your meals for your own family, just kind of keep that in the back of your mind and double up those recipes whenever you can and stick one in the freezer. And then you'll have that ready when the time comes. Because I know for me, a lot of times I'll see a need. I'll, I'll say, oh, that would be really nice to be able to take them a meal right now. But then I'm not prepared. I don't have anything in the freezer to give them. And so I end up not doing anything because I don't have the time right then to go to the store and get the ingredients and get it made and take it to them. And then by the time I would have all that ready, their their time of need is gone and I wasn't able to help them. So plan ahead and Make a list of those meals that you can double up and put an extra one in the freezer. And you'll be glad that you did when you have someone in need that you can share that with. Okay, idea number five, bake cookies for a neighbor. This can be such a simple thing, 
but it's something that can be fun that you can include the kids in as well. But make a list of people that you could take a plate of cookies to. It could be maybe an older, an elderly person that lives close to you that you know that they're home all day and maybe they're a widow and just get lonely. Maybe it's a busy mom who doesn't have time to make yummy cookies all the time for their kids. Um, Whatever, you know, whatever the need is around you, look around and see who are some people that you could bless with some cookies. Even beyond your neighbors or friends, what about taking a plate down to your local police station or the fire station or the city office? Um, You know, those people a lot of times don't get recognized for the service that they do in your community. That would be a wonderful way that you could make a plate of cookies, maybe have the kids decorate a pretty card, just thanking them for their service and take it down to them. So in order to do that, after you make a list of ideas for people, go shopping and get the ingredients that you need. And then what I like to do or what I've done in the past is instead of actually making all the cookies, I will flash freeze the cookie dough balls. So what you do is you just go ahead and scoop out the cookie dough onto a pan and freeze it. And then you can put them in Ziploc bags with maybe the, the baking instructions so you don't forget, and maybe the kind of cookie that it is. Put it in Ziploc bags in the freezer. And then when it's time to make a plate, or maybe you've got a few different people that you want to make cookies for, you can just take, you know, maybe you want to do a dozen cookies per plate or whatever. You can just take your pan out and you can actually cook as long as the cookies cook at the same temperature, which most of them are pretty close. You can just put the different kinds of cookies and assortment on the pan and bake them at one time. And then they actually have really fresh cookies that you can share with them. So that is something. And having those cookie dough balls in the freezer makes it really easy and simple to pull those out and to bake them and take them to someone. You can also just go ahead and and bake the cookies and have the cookies themselves frozen in the freezer. You can do that as well too. So whatever um, works best for you. But I will put a link in the show notes to an ebook that I have created. It's actually a Christmas cookie plates book. But what I've done is I've taken, oh, I can't remember how many different kinds of cookies, 10 maybe. Um, And I've made grocery lists and I've made all the instructions and everything that you need to make. I think it was 30, enough cookies for 30 cookie plates. So. But anyway, if you're needing some inspiration, I'll put a link to that in the show notes and you can take a look at that if you want something that's just ready to go and something that will help you plan that. Now, the last idea that I have is probably something that most of us already do, but maybe not something that we acknowledge as being important. And that is being a prayer warrior. Prayer is a vital part of our Christian walk, and it's an area that we can use to make a difference in people's lives. Even though our days may be full with little ones who need our attention, we can be creative in finding times to pray for special needs of others. I'm sure we all have people in our families, friends that we know, neighbors, who have specific needs that we can pray for. So in the past, It's always meant so much to me, knowing that 
my family and friends were praying for me about something specific. And so not only did I feel their prayers, but I felt their love for me too. And you can do that too and showing your love for others by praying for them. So these are six different ways, different ideas, sponsoring a child, sending handwritten cards, making quilts or blankets for seniors or or the pregnancy centers, making freezer meals to share, baking cookies, and being a prayer warrior. Now, I hope that this has encouraged you. Sometimes we can go through our days and feel like we're just not making a difference, but we are and we can. Now, I do want to just warn you, don't feel like you have to do every single one of these ideas. These are just ideas to get you started thinking. Some of these are going to be easier to do in different seasons of your life. If you have many small children at home or a new baby, your time is going to be very limited. So maybe being a prayer warrior is where your focus is going to be right now. Um, So don't feel guilty or like you're failing or not making a difference if you don't do a whole bunch of things. These are just ideas that you can pick and choose maybe different seasons of your life, but pick and choose some things that you can do together personally and as a family to reach out and to bless and make a difference in the lives of other people. So thank you again for joining me in this episode of the Intentional Home Podcast. Be sure and subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. For more information about my podcast and to see the show notes with links to all of the resources that I've mentioned in this episode, you can go to sherrygram.com forward slash podcast. Thank you and have a wonderful day.